guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, my friends, we are going to study the book of Colossians. We just spent three days in Philippians. Loved it. Next two days, we're going to spend in Colossians. Colossians is such a cool book as well. Now, to give you some context, Paul is again in a Roman prison cell. Again, he's he's writing a lot of these under house arrest in Rome. He received word that in Colossae, there was a teaching that was contrary to the gospel and threatened to seduce these young believers with its attractive arguments. Good thing that's not happening today, right? Uh, Paul most likely had actually never been to Colossae. It's a small branch of the church. It is being held in the home of a church leader named Philemon, which we will learn about him later on in his own wonderful one-chapter book. Therefore, Paul writes a letter to strengthen them in their faith and prevent them from being taken captive by this false teaching. Now, while Paul wrote this letter in order to strengthen the Colossian Christians in the face of this threat, he never really explains who these false teachers were or exactly what they were teaching. But as always, Paul focuses on Jesus Christ. Look at verses 16 through 19, and you will see that, again, regardless of what the problem is that you are facing, the answer is always Jesus Christ. Verse 16, For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now with this, I love the New Living Translation. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Uh, The Revised Standard Edition, in him all things hold together. So by him all things consist. Verse 18, he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. All you got to do is just go to like General Conference, for example, and you start scrolling through general conference and you see how Jesus Christ is the focus of everything that we talked about. Like for example, as I was reading just through some of the general conference talks, I'm trying to go back and revisit those conference talks. Bishop W. Christopher Waddell gave a talk called More Than a Hero. Jesus Christ is not only our hero, he is our Lord and King, the Savior and Redeemer of mankind. He is that preeminence. He is always the answer to the struggles that we have. So I love how Paul starts out with that. Now let me back out for a second and let me focus on our day for a second, then I'm going to take you back into Colossians. What words would others use to describe us as members of the church? And I know if we're talking about outside of the church, what words would people use? I think a lot of people do think that members of the church are just kind, nice people. Those who are not of our faith and really don't care for our faith will use many words. All you got to do is just go to some social media feeds. You see some of the things in comments that people use to describe us as members of the church. And it's not always the most positive There's often many derogatory things. We see it in our own as well. So let me change this question to what words would you like others to use to describe us as members of the church? If you go to Colossians chapter 1 verse number 23, look at this one. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled. Paul has talked about that a lot. And be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Wouldn't it be cool if people use the words grounded and settled? 
settled to be able to describe us as members of the church. You go over to chapter 2, look at verses 6 through 10. As ye therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established, that's a fun word, or established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit and the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Boy, Paul talks about that a lot. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Chapter 3 has got some wonderful words that I would love to have people use to describe me as a member of the church. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies and kindness and humbleness of mind, meekness and longsuffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all of these things, put on charity. Paul's been very clear on that in the past, which is the bond of perfectness. That's so cool. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord. That's such a cool phrase. And not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Wouldn't it be great to be known as a servant? You go over to chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Now, in the NIV, New International Version, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Wouldn't that be cool if people who are not of our faith would look at us as those who are making the most of every opportunity to be able to take advantage of getting to know wonderful people. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. You know, you think about Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 how the Savior admonished us to be the salt of the earth and to be able to be that example and let our light shine towards men. So if we were to be described by other people, I think the book of Colossians, you know, those bits and pieces of those things that we just read, if we could be described as many of those things, I think we're going to do okay in just being that light that this world needs. So cool and I am grateful for these verses and I know that they are true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.